mentioned, of course, the uh, the best, my personal favorite man's of all time, the legendary, the one and only. Any more intro would be just excessive. George Jim Gochin. The legend has returned. Hi, George. Hey, guys. Good morning to all of you. Oh, man, it's so good to see you guys again. I don't think we can hear George, but that is because I'm an idiot and had his fader down. Well, once again, hi, George. Hey, can you guys hear me now? Am I good? Yes, we can. There it is. I'm so happy, George. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, I'd like to say as a producer of the show, this is a special show. If you couldn't tell, you're not hearing Ben's voice, not hearing Tara's voice. Today, Ryan, Amanda, and George are all alumni, and they're not going to be the first ones that you'll be hearing from this week. To celebrate the seventh birthday of the Morning Buzz, this Thursday, all throughout the week, our show will be hosted by significant Buzz alumni. And now, I'm going to give them all a proper introduction. Mr. Ryan Trick, when I first joined WMSC, the reason I got so heavily involved was because of you. You were the Morning Buzz producer of the fall 2020 semester and a longtime music show host at the station, which we've talked about before. In the first meeting of the semester, you said that as long as you show initiative, you can achieve whatever you want at this station, and your words couldn't have been more right. Up next, we have Amanda Marino, the producer I worked alongside for. She was the one directly before me. She graduated from Montclair State in the spring of 2021 after transferring here in 2019 and joined the radio station quickly after. She immediately joined the morning buzz upon hearing that it was the quickest way to air, and she is 100% right in addition to her work on the morning buzz she also hosted her own music talk show called when sparks fly which i was a guest on it is a lot of fun post-graduation she started working as a rights assistant at a and &E tv networks and on top of all that she's also been working hard within her passions of music film and theater and now for the man of the hour two hours technically george jamgochen george got his start at WMSC in the fall of 2017 and became a fixture at the station as a sports personality and morning buzz host. In November of 2020, George entered treatment for leukemia, but that didn't stop him from joining meetings and anniversary shows. His determination and positive spirit carried him into remission as well as his current health procedures. But beyond all of this, George holds a special place in the hearts of everyone at WMSC, and it is my honor to welcome him back to the morning buzz. Welcome, Ryan, Amanda, George, back to College Radio. Why didn't Leslie get an intro? Because she's not alumni. I got a year and a half left. You're not special. You're not you special. Heard the intro yet, Leslie? You will. Soon. You will. The intro comes with the diploma, and I think that's literally all that the comes diploma, with the diploma. Being a legacy here too. That a thousand dollars that we gave to school. That's on. That's on you. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Right. Speaking of Leslie, though, I was kind of hoping that with the uh, intro, she was going to do the thing that she always did like that. The song didn't come on, George. I was like jamming out like this, but we didn't have the. You know, I do. I do. Wait, the the little uh, I think station ID they used to play before our morning buzz every day. Yeah, there's this part in the song where we would always go like this, and I don't remember why. Wild. We had a dance. That's so cute. I love it. But this hour we've got a great show. We are covering the COVID Omicron variant, a whistleblower in Montclair, and what the benefits are of having a conversation with a stranger. Exactly. Before we get into all that and more, I've got a newscast for the first time in like forever. Do it, Kenny. In Montclair, the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church is back open. The reopening came after extensive repairs to the church's structure and years of activists fighting the church's potential permanent closure. To celebrate the reopening, the church held a mass on Saturday, which was to celebrate the first Sunday of Advent. In New Jersey, one teenager is dead and three others are hurt after gunfire erupts in Newark. 
Prosecutors say the bullets that hit the four teens were fired from a car on the 900 block of Bergen Street at just before 9 p.m. Saturday. 17-year-old Jiba Kaba of Newark was taken to the university hospital where he died. The three other teens, a male and two females, were also taken to the hospital, and they will be okay. So far, no arrests have been made. In national news, Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves joined anti-abortion leaders from across the state Sunday at a church in Jackson to defend the state's abortion law. The Republican governor said the court cases put Mississippi at the epicenter of the anti-abortion movement. Abortion rights supporters were also at the event. The Supreme Court is scheduled to hear arguments on Mississippi law, which bans abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy beginning this Wednesday. Today in Montclair, we've got a cold one. We have a high of 40 and a low of 29. But up here in the hills, it feels like 26. It will be partly cloudy throughout the day, but there is a bright side to that. There is no chance of rain for the day. So just put on a jacket and you are set. Back to you, Ryan. Thank you, Kenny. And of course, for those of you who do not know, as uh, Kenny said previously, I did my own uh, personal music show for the longest time, and I would bring on the legendary George Jam Gochin to do my sports casts. And then he joined me on the buzz. And George, I am literally holding back tears as I get to say this because it has been far too long, my friend. But for the first time in a long time, and now for George Jam Gochin for the sports cast. George, what do we got going on in the world of sports? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ryan. Here is the latest in sports. In football, the Giants beat the Eagles 13-7. Eagles QB Jalen Hurts threw three interceptions, while the Giants tight end Chris Myrick caught his first career touchdown with his legs. Big Blue will play the Dolphins in Miami next Sunday at 1 p.m. Meanwhile, the Jets defeated the Houston Texans 21-14. Jets QB Zach Wilson threw for 145 yards and scored his first rushing touchdown. Gang Green will play the Eagles in East Rutherford next Sunday. In hockey, the Devils beat the Flyers 5-2 at the Rock last night, while the Rangers-Islanders game was postponed due to an Islanders player testing positive for COVID. This will result in a pause of the Islanders' schedule of at least through November 30th, while the Rangers will play Wednesday against Philadelphia. In basketball, the 76ers will face the Orlando Magic tonight at 7, while the Knicks and Nets will square up at the Barclays Center tonight, tomorrow night at 7.30. And in Montclair State sports, the men's and women's basketball teams will come back from Thanksgiving break facing Ramapo College Wednesday night at Panzer. The women will play at 6 and the men at 8. That's my news. What's yours? Oh, George. My news is that I'm happy that you're here. exactly i think that's everybody's news kenny why wasn't that in the newscast oh no kenny you're fired but it's okay you're rehired because i need you for the rest of the show it's okay there's a second newscast later so you could just add it in later there is thank you thank you because this is two hours again it's been a while since it's been two hours two hours isn't it yeah Yeah. you have to deal with our voices for two hours you two were the producers that led the covid one yeah it's interesting to have you back in See, it's the first time I've ever met Ryan. I worked with him a ton last year. In person. So, yeah. Yes. Met good point. in person specifically. It's weird to see you in person because I didn't even know. I had never seen you in person before. And then we were just talking before the show. And you're like, you know, Ryan, this is the first time I've seen you in person. In person. In person. Yeah, in porpoise. And I was like, Kenny, give me a hug. A socially distanced hug. It's fine. That's FCC, right. Don't worry about but it. But speaking of socially distanced, our first stories about COVID. Ryan, please tell us exactly. what it is. Exactly. So more... Let me see. Yes. More uh, Omicron, I believe. Cases pop up as the world rushes to learn more. So for those of you who do not know, there is a new COVID variant. 
um, not the Delta variant. This variant is Omicron. Um, cases of the COVID Omicron variant have been popping up in countries around the world um, Sunday, and many governments are rushing to close their borders again as scientists caution that it's not quite clear if the new variant is more alarming than the other versions of the virus or not. So uh, the strain was identified days ago by researchers in South Africa, but much is still unknown about it, including whether or not it's more contagious, more likely to cause uh, serious illness, or even be able to evade the protection of the vaccines. Either way, disclaimer, please, please have boosters. I got mine yesterday. Good stuff. I'm getting mine hopefully this week. Applause for Kenny. You know, you know what I was when I was uh when we were prepping the show a little bit, I was saying to Ryan, you know, wow, we remember all the COVID stories and we thought, you know, we'd come back later on for an alumni show or something. And, you know, we won't be talking about COVID anymore, but guess what? We still are. (laughs) We, yeah. Amanda and I reminisce about this in a weird way a lot because um, we were on the show when we first talked about COVID before it was a huge thing. We talked about a virus that was like blowing up all over. um, It was cruise ships specifically. Yeah. Cruise ships and in, and in China. And we were like, man, this is crazy. Probably won't turn into anything, though, right? Hard cut to a year and a half later, or two years later, Basically, almost. Basically, almost here two we are. years later. Um, so anyways, so scientists in several places for this new variant, uh, Hong Kong, Europe, North America, have already confirmed its presence. So yes, it's a thing. Uh, and the Netherlands reported 13 Omicron cases on Sunday, and both Canada and Australia each found two. So um, noting that the variant has already been detected in many countries and that closing borders often, obviously, has limited effect, the World Health Organization did call for travel to remain open. And of course, according to the White House, Dr. Fauci, uh, he says it will take approximately two more weeks to have more definitive information on the transmissibility, severity, and other characteristics of Omicron. So, you know, I was thinking about this on the drive here. You know, we always obviously look at the stories before we jump on air, even if it's just 30 seconds before. But I was thinking about it on the drive here. And, you know, I think people are going to be surprised about this. They're like, well, why does it keep, you know, why do these variants keep popping up? Wow, I wonder why. Yeah, wow, I wonder why. (laughs) I would just like to note, by the way, before a little disclaimer, none of us here are scientists. I don't even think a single one of us here is a science major. I barely know how to read. I'll say it right now. But, you know, that said, variants of viruses pop up pretty regularly i mean that's what the flu is you know the flu is a virus and every year we have to get a vaccine for it every year with the flu shot specifically too it's a different kind of flu shot because it's a different strain that we're dealing with they develop what's been around the last year so that's why it's different every year and we're not getting the same one same thing with covid like covid it's just if you're not getting vaccinated or anything like that it's just going to keep populating and it's going to keep happening and just gonna get you know. yeah as long as covid is still around it's gonna keep you know being variants so the best thing that we can do at least in my opinion and from you know what i read because i may have trouble reading but i can do it occasionally <laughs> is you know just stay safe it's like you know when you're a kid you see those little wash your hand signs yeah i feel like moving forward you know it wouldn't be that surprising if right next to those wash your hand signs in little elementary schools and you know 
kids play places or whatever at McDonald's. I don't even know if they still have those anymore. They, they do. They do. Um, you know, I think we're gonna so. I see... feel like I've seen them. So yeah. does that mean we're going there after the show? We're gonna go <laughs> to the... we're gonna go on the tiny PlayStation. WMSC goes to McDonald's. You had me at McDonald's. I'm in. We're gonna do our own version of Supersize Me, except it's just me having lunch. Anyways, no, it's gonna be um, you know, I feel like we're gonna have those little wash your hand signs with the evil germs and you know the super villain mustaches <laughs> on them for some reason, you know, next to the same signs that say, you know, remember kids, mask up, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it, it's crazy to me that we're still in this, but at the same time, the more I think about it, it's almost not that crazy. You know, it's not that surprising. Hey, Ryan, can I cut you off for a second? Never. Um, well, <laughs> I w- no, no, well, I was going to, I was going to say, because I think we need those signs about washing their hands for like adults too, because I don't think it's just children. Like the amount of times I've been out yeah. in public in like a public bathroom and people are just like not washing their hands. And I'm just like, no, we're in a pandemic pandemic. What are you not understanding? It's disgusting even before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but come on. Yeah. I guess there's like more to it than just, you know, singing your ABCs every 20 seconds and, you know, going in between the fingers and like disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like actually wash your hands washing your hands is not a, cr- a quick rinse with water and then wiping your hands on your jeans you know what i mean oh. it's which like, are dirty as it is. Is. and i i cannot believe at the age of 23 i have to explain this on terrestrial radio to adults <laughs> but washing your hands is like using soap is you know warm water scrubbing get your nails your nails are nasty nobody wants to see under your nails and i don't want to see you not scrubbing your nails this has been a psa from ryan yeah exactly (laughs) it's a i would make the worst psas because i get so riled up over this (laughs) i think that would make the best psa you're passionate about it i'd be like yeah he knows what he's talking so i think i think what we're hearing is wmsc needs a new psa from ryan just teaching people how to wash their hands I, I can hear the FCC already writing paperwork. <laughs> I can hear it in the distance. They're not up at 7.15. <laughs> They'll just listen later. <laughs> but, this, but this is the kind of thing that really it's to the point where people just kind of deny science, I feel like. Yeah. It's clear. It's Dr. Fauci says himself, he's the, he's the top guy. He, that's the reason. He's been appointed as the guy to fight this. And he is saying that this is what we need to do. And people are just denying it. And this is just how I feel, of course, but really misinformation and fighting that is something that has been prevalent in a lot of areas, not just COVID, including climate change, which has to do with our next story. Amanda, can you please tell us? Oh, what a segue. I was like, all right, Kenny. I've learned a lot. This guy. Um, I learned yeah. everything I know from you too. Oh, that's so oh, sweet. You man, definitely now, I, now I'm worrying for you, man. <laughs> Play a clap sound effect. I'd like 20 sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> No, to the, bee bar, to the B-bar. Oh. I added All right, it's too late. It's too late. The it's moment is late. gone. The, the moment, moment is gone. So speaking of climate change, the Northwest 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 residents urged our what words northwest residents are urged to stay alert as storms roll in weather officials urge residents in the northwest to remain alert sunday as more rain was predicted to fall in an area with lingering water from extreme weather earlier this month the weather service warned on saturday that flooding was possible through sunday in northwestern washington but atmospheric river moved further north into canada than expected overnight a big question however was some communities which was heavy damage earlier from the storm which would fare so that climate change, though, 
<laughs> that climate change, bro. I, you know what's funny? And this kind of, it, it almost goes back to the vaccine stuff. And, you know, it blows my mind that I'll be on TikTok and see things like hashtag plandemic still. The oh amount God. of, like, effort and brain power people waste. Like, I wish I could steal some of their brain cells because they're not using them. I don't think On so. crazy conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. like climate change isn't real the earth is flat and you know people are like we're getting injected with i guess like micro routers because our wi-fi is better now for the vex i don't i don't, I don't know. know i don't know about you guys but my wi-fi i think is yeah my worse. wife <laughs> yeah, my wi-fi is still bad so i don't know what they're talking about um but it, it's it's astounding to me the amount of you know effort people go through and i even i even watched a video on this it's kind of like a psych uh, psychology video on the amount of effort people go through to throw away all reasonable logic mm-hmm. and create their own string of you know and i say this in air quotes you can see me do the little air quotes if you mm-hmm. want to tune in on facebook hey facebook long time no see apologies i forgot my paper bag today but um it's been the amount of you know effort people will go through to create their own quote unquote you know line of reasoning to rationalize stuff like this you know what i mean it doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me i think it what's weirder too in these instances too is like people will deny information but it's like right in front of them like it's not like you know like we could take back um if you guys remember back in i think it was like january or february of this year i might be wrong someone correct me if i am but uh when there was that storm in texas do you all remember that it was like that snowstorm that happened and it's like when does it ever snow in texas and like people people's power was out for days and stuff my brother lives in texas yeah and i remember him being terrified it was very odd to see you just said it yourself when does it snow in texas no and exactly and it's like it's right in front of you so like why are you denying information like that and stuff and it like says it goes back to the covid stuff people are literally in front of you getting covid and you're not you're like well it's not real like the fact that i hear people still say it's not real is ridiculous when we're in here for people who have gotten it and they're like oh i'm immune now so it's not real for me i've heard that from so many people and it's like that's not not how it works it's it's so infuriating anyways we're not gonna get too heated we got lots (laughs) of awesome stories including some more fun stories have you gotten your booster yet well if you haven't guess who has find out in the next little segment but we do but first we want to have a good day sunshine in the northwest we so. do have we want to have a great day sunshine so anyways george this one's for you i hope you have a good day my sunshine and if you are just tuning in this is not the usual voice on Monday morning. I am Amanda Marino, and I'm joined alongside Ryan Trick and George Jamgochin and the lovely Leslie Gallagher and Kenny Horn. And I want to thank them for inviting us out today. Um, this is weird being back, but, <laughs> you know, it's also weird, but not weird, is getting another COVID shot. It's not weird, guys. It's not weird. It's not Normalized. weird. Governor Murphy just got his COVID booster shot, and he says you should, too. Governor Phil Murphy received his COVID booster shot Sunday at the Monmouth Medical Center is encouraging other people to get their shots as concerns mount over a new coronavirus variant and rising case numbers. The 63-year-old Murphy now joins a group of more than 1.23 million people in New Jersey who have received the booster. 
Officials are encouraging everyone 18 and older in New Jersey who has received their second dose of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines at least six months ago to get a booster shot. That's after the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced this month that it opened booster shot eligibility to all adults. Now, I have, I have a question for everybody. I think we talked about it a little earlier, but have you guys got your booster shot or like? No, Yesterday. Yesterday. My arm hurts. Kenny, but it's you, worth it. You got your shot yesterday and, and you're on air, like you're producing the alumni shows. Yeah, that's that's yes, commitment. Well, here's the thing. Yesterday, my parents, they both already got theirs maybe a couple weeks ago. And my dad, actually, he got his just a few days ago, like two days before me. And he was not good. And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know how it's going to be. Obviously, it's worth it. But when he told me that when he did his, it hurt bad when he first got the actual shot itself. Same thing happened to my mom. I was like, huh, well, that probably won't be good. I barely even felt it. I didn't even know they did it. Wow. That's, that's how I felt advance. after the first shot. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. That's how I felt. But the second, I mean, the third shot, I felt like I felt it. And I felt it because my arm was hurting immediately. Yeah. Like, so I got the booster three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I forgot when I got it at this point. But like, I felt it like immediately. And my arm was way more sore than the first two. And it was like that for like four days. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Wow. What I did, I did the dead fish. Because if you loosen What's up your muscles, fish? if you loosen up your muscles, it makes it so it doesn't hurt as much. But see, how can I think so about I just, loosening up my muscles while I'm so trying just, to be like, all right, get this in my arm. Like, try not to think about it. Just like, see, that stuff makes me nervous. So I, just I think I'm a, just like, naturally tense. I kind of yeah, just made my exactly. body just, <laughs> kind of just made my body like collapse. As, oh, see, I don't radio, know how I feel about that though. Did. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it worked. I didn't even feel it until this morning. All right. I mean, whatever works. And I also, um, now I can't use my left arm. Uh, I also, um, I have arthritis. So this was the third, the only time that I actually felt like I got a lot of symptoms was because like my, my muscles and joints were just very low, like sore and it was overnight, but the next morning I was fine. So it was just weird, but I didn't have that experience with any of the other shots. So I'm like, I don't know. I think it's just weird. And it depends on your immune system for anybody. Like if yeah. you, I don't know, if you get sick easily you might feel more you might feel less it just really depends on your body yeah i i have to i might it sounds awful but i might have to wait to get the booster shot because the second vaccine shot made me so sick yeah I'd like i right there with you so like yeah. i don't i would might be one of the time when i can afford to get sick like i don't want to miss too much school or like five Like, have COVID? No, that's interesting. No, you say that like you expect her. No, 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 because like I know I feel like sometimes yeah. if you might have it, it might make you mm. feel it again, and you might feel like worse. I, I was just I about felt to like say. I had it, but I definitely didn't. Like it was just like you never like yeah. actually knew you had it. So like if you did, but yeah, I mean I got. Yeah. I mean I was really sick the few days after I got my second shot. But that was yeah, and it was like symptoms other people said that they have. Yeah, Interesting. I was just about to say, I actually, I did have COVID, unfortunately. You did? Yeah, you I did. did. Yeah. I had it like nine months ago. And the whole baby. I still, <laughs> my sense of smell and taste are still broken. What? Not, not fully. Yeah, not, nine months ago. Yeah. And no. you know me, Leslie, too. I'm a huge foodie. I love, I I love food. Heart. And all, anything fruity yeah tastes and smells the exact same and it is disgusting to me now so we That's figured so it out it's, it's like it's horrible so we figured it out it's specifically artificial fruit it's flavoring. like artificial fruit like because like stuff. one day we we're eating like gum 
gummy worms. Gum, gummy gummy worms bears, gummy worms ruin. Can't eat them. No. no. I know, right? <laughs> We're so upset about that. But it's like, I, 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 lo- I love the coordinated all. But like, it's something with the Bro, artificial. Gummy bears are so good. Something with the artificial flavoring or like a chemical of something that would be in like gummy bears. Or because I also know someone that like lost their taste and stuff and they still can't taste like soda, right? So uh, like if it's like that artificial flavoring, that sugary that chemical sugary compound stuff, that's yeah. in there, like I don't know, it's wild. It blows my mind that every time that Ryan's like, I still can't smell this, or I can't like hand sanitizer, like the yeah. Bath and Body Works. No. Oh yeah, and and it's horrible that's... because now most air freshener does the opposite of what it needs to do for me. because oh. a lot of air freshener smells is like fruity smelling, yeah. so mm. I cannot stand it now. But anyway. So for those of you who are like, hey, it's not real. Mm, yeah, tell that to my doctor who literally said, yeah, we don't know how to fix your sense of taste or smell. I'm like, <laughs> cool, I'll keep trying weird home remedies like burning an orange and mixing it with brown Hey, sugar. you did try that and you said it helped for like a second. It helped for like two seconds, but I think that's also just because I literally set an orange on fire in my kitchen. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love to be more Speaking story, of but... setting things on fire, I don't know how to transition out of this so whistleblowers what did you get huh? out of this story that i didn't i listen i i don't know speaking of health concerns there it is. whistleblower investigation has been fa- has found unacceptable behavior in montclair schools. we got the sound we got the sound the unacceptable oh, no. sound hold on this is very important kenny vamp the the it's unacceptable it's unacceptable it's unacceptable no, it's unacceptable i don't know what to do I was literally thinking of screaming that like in studio, but I decided not to. I'm so glad they have sound effects now. Yeah, Josh, I was thinking about that screaming that too, but I thought it was way too early. I know, Plus, right? I think, oh, you haven't heard how I start the show. I mean, it's oh, never too early for sound effects. <laughs> it's never too early to scream at the top of my you, lungs. You have not. I'm going to warn <laughs> you it. both, all three of you. You should take your headphones off for a second. No, this not, is how this is how I happen. no 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 no. This is how I start the show. This is Annabella right. sanctioned, recommended. In fact, it's very entertaining. It's gonna hurt. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn my. I'm gonna turn Kenny down a little bit. I got a monitor. I go far away, so I okay. There you go. Go ahead. Good morning. My. You are listening. To the morning. All right. I thought that was gonna be a little louder. So that's pretty good. Thank you. That's an Annabella suggestion. So now I do it every single day. Kenny, your <laughs> intro was unacceptable. <laughs> See, this is why you can't give me a soundboard. Anyways, anyway, what else is anyway, unacceptable? Whistleblowers. No, not whistleblowers, but the Montclair school system. That's right. MSU, you're getting roasted. Just kidding. It's not MSU, but it is all other like Montclair public schools because an investigation funded by the Montclair public schools has confirmed some of the many accusations in a whistleblower's letter. And when I say letter, I mean a 32-page missive alleging buildings and ground staffers were mistreated for years and that in the process, health and safety hazards were allowed to persist in schools. Not exactly something you want coming out during, I don't know, a global panini. I call it a panini. It's a pandemic. I can't eat paninis anymore. That's a long story. (laughs) We're going to say that. I need a third hour to get into that, Kenny. (laughs) Anyway, Superintendent Jonathan Pond said that the investigation found a disrespectful work environment that fostered negativity and cultural insensitivity. 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 Yeesh. Uh, And there was a quote, and quote, a lack of urgency to ensure 
work orders were completed in an appropriate time frame. He said, quote, each building will receive whatever it needs, regardless of the area of the town it is located. Our buildings and grounds team is asked to ensure equitable treatment of our buildings, end quote. Kind of insane to me that, especially in a time like this, um, you know, people are being mistreated still. You'd think that, like, okay, if they're being mistreated beforehand, it's still not at all acceptable. Some might say it's, just kidding, I'm not going to do the sound again. Oh, um, oh boy. It, it's not, you know, it's, it's just not acceptable. But you would think that at some point it would, you know, they would clean up their act a little bit. I will say what's interesting, just a quick comment before we move on. The, the idea that through the pandemic, I feel like a lot of other schools, organizations, um, a lot of other programs and stuff, you've heard things come out about them, like kind of like, you know, safety concerns, um, just a lot of that kind of stuff, just all of a sudden come out during the pandemic that never was talked about before. So it's almost like it's a time of change just a little bit of people trying to work out through these issues and stuff. Like I know I was just looking up to double check what school it was, but um, I know in Wall, there was a big harassment thing that had just gotten like brought out a few weeks ago and yeah, stuff in law schools. What? The hazing thing. Yeah. And that was just brought out and it's been going on for years. So it was like all of a sudden, all these things that were like hidden and like kept away are now coming out in this time. So hopefully all these things coming out now will be a good thing and progress will be made in all these situations. So Ryan, back to you. <laughs> exactly. And Amanda, back to you. No, I'm kidding. It's not volleyball. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna take a, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the alumni edition of the Morning Buzz. As per usual, in case you just woke up or just tuned in, my name is Ryan Trick. I am joined by my wonderful co-host Amanda Marina, our Hello. producer Kenny Horn, the one and only Leslie Gallagher, and everybody's favorite 007 sports casting George Jam Gochin. We will, in fact, see you in just a second. Don't go anywhere, please, unless you want to make a cup of coffee. Well, then I can't blame you. You're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. In case you just woke up or just tuned in, it is the alumni edition of the Morning Buzz. Of course, I am your temporary fill-in host. I don't know why they keep letting me into the building. Ryan Trick, joined by my wonderful co-host. Amanda Marino. And our wonderful producer. Kenny Horn and the wonderful Liza Gallagher and the slightly less than wonderful I'm kidding he's amazing the greatest George. sports caster ever George, George all your intros Jim are going to be exciting. George did you say Jim Foshin or am <laughs> I <laughs> I <laughs> sounded like that but I said Jim Goshen as always Jim Goshen yeah. Jim Goshen so good to have you back George anyways we're going to be talking about some more wonderful wonderful things you know i used to be a psychology major before what? i got into radio yeah i didn't know that i did i very quickly stopped being a psychology major because i realized if i wanted to do anything with that degree it would requires eight it would require eight years of schooling and a lot of writing and as we established earlier i do not know how to read english is probably my second language Anyways, did right you guys gibberish. know? Yeah, I was gonna say. Right, right <laughs> what is what? gibberish? Gibberish. I'm gonna use that. I'm you gonna know steal gibberish that. is an actual language. No, it's not. There's no, no it way. is. There's an actual gibberish language. That is. It just sounds wonderful. ridiculous. I love that. That is unacceptable. But speaking of talking, Brian. <laughs> unacceptable. Please tell us the story. I'm gonna tell you a little, a little story, and by a little story, I mean a uh, 
a little news story that is uh, conveniently placed on the script in front of me. No, I'm kidding. Kind of. Just <laughs> off the top of his head. Off the top of the dome piece, straight out of the gourd. People, apparently, enjoy surprisingly deep conversations with strangers. And a new study finds benefits. You know, I did not think that was that surprising, actually. I thought it was very surprising. Really? Because yeah. I, you know, I the find way, that surprising. The Amanda? way that I think about it. Yeah, uh, what, what do you think? Surprising? I mean, like, I feel like there's a benefit, pros and cons. Like, pros I feel like there cons. is a there is a benefit to like having like not knowing somebody. The person doesn't know anything else about you, but you could have this meaningful conversation, and it could, I don't know, maybe it could lead to something. Maybe if you're struggling, it could lead to like something like therapy, or maybe it could give you hope with whatever you're doing in the future and stuff. But also, it, I feel like it could also turn on you really badly too. I think so. <laughs> like if like if the person just you don't get along with and then you're like, man, I never want to talk to people ever again, which Jeez. happens all the time if you talk to people on social media, just saying. All right, but so um, you're on the fence. George, be George. the tiebreaker. Surprising, unsurprising? I would say it is, for someone like me, it's unsurprising because I like small talk with people. Okay. You know? But not small talk, deep conversations. Okay, so uh, well, in deep that's conversations, a little different. Well, okay. Deep conversations, I would say that might be, well, depends on who you talk to. Like if it's, you know, the guy at the roller rink who, you know, sells you your nachos, then yeah, it's a little, you know, it's a little surprising. But if it's someone that, you know, you meet on the bus and, you know, is, is happens to be a licensed therapist or a licensed psychologist, you know what? Yeah, that that is that is very beneficial. So, yeah, I I understand that. So basically, this study found, according to you know the research of the study, uh, it was published by the American Psychological Association. By the way, so APA, it's real. Thanks to you, it is real. Exactly. This is not socialmedianews.com.net/web.md. Anyways, people apparently benefit from deep and meaningful conversations that help us forge connections with one another. But we often stick to small talk with strangers because we underestimate how much others are interested in our lives and wrongly believe that deeper conversations will be more awkward and less enjoyable than they actually are. The reason I wasn't really surprised by this is because if you think about it, what is therapy but a deep conversation with a stranger? I mean, true. But I feel like that's different. Because it's a stranger you're paying. And you have to build trust with over time. Exactly. But the start of therapy, right? For, uh, you know, at least in my personal experience, someone who's been to therapy, because, you know, my brain doesn't work, right? But that's fine. I wouldn't be able to do radio if it did. (laughs) Do you get it? Because it's like a dying industry. I'm kidding. (laughs) dark oh, humor that's good i like my humor like i like my oh, coffee i said a very good dark humor the other day i can't I, I shouldn't say it in the morning it was a great midnight show comment oh we'll talk about goodness. it later when the fcc Graveyard went to bed shit. understandable the the, uh, the kurt cobain one oh. out of the ever Ooh, yeah, that one was moving funny. on no 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 no, no. <laughs> all right well, but no so anyway, so you know even yeah so i do understand what you mean you know it's they're paid professional specifically mm-hmm. professional is the word there and you have to build up that trust but I think in the beginning, you know, there's kind of that air of, hey, I don't know you. You don't mm-hmm. know me. There are zero okay, expectations in this. Let's always. just talk about whatever. Yeah. yeah, but also it's sometimes like it takes like with the whole building of trust, it takes a little bit for you to even tell certain parts of your life or certain things that go on with you, like with that level of trust, if that makes any sense. You're exactly. not going to go into the first meeting and be like, here's my whole life story. Yeah. Let me tell you everything. Um, but I also think taking on the idea of talking to strangers 
newsflash guys we were all strangers at one time we did that not know each other Stop and that. we had to develop that's free conversation somewhere i'm just saying i remember when i met leslie like it was like yesterday yeah. and like I we had to too. like bond <laughs> over the fact that we had no idea what we were doing at wmsc yes, and like a scary day we were dming <laughs> we're like what do we do i don't know what we do like are we running the show? Cast? i don't know <laughs> Who is this Ryan person um, that's telling us we're like on air and stuff next week? Like what? That's or, true. Like, they did I ask so if they scared. could join the team and I threw them on air. Like in an air. Air. that is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So, it's like, really scary. fun to see the so panic the point, in their eyes. Uh-huh. That's the best part about right. being a producer. The, <laughs> point, the point being though, that I didn't know Leslie. Yeah. And like, we had to form over this like relationship. Of, like, alliance. We That we're like, okay, we're going to stick together. We're going to work it out. Like I'm going on Monday, like to do a newscast. I'll mm-hmm. tell you how it goes. Here's the format I use. Like, and we like kind of shared yeah. that with each other. And I remember we, that we created that little connection and we had to like get over the fear of not knowing each other yeah yeah because be, like being live on air was scarier than talking to a stranger <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it just depends on the situation but like ryan you were a stranger to me at once kenny you were a stranger george you were a stranger like it's just that like over how dare time. you call george a stranger george is friends with everyone Yes, but he has to be friends with me. Like, I'm sure if I talked to George, he'd be like, "Yeah, Amanda was this like scary producer that I like just kind of joined WMSC that like had no experience scary. in radio." That's true. <laughs> <laughs> See, and like George had like years of experience before me, and he was probably like, "Who is this girl?" And like, <laughs> like well, yeah, that's 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 all true. But I think part of the reason maybe when when we talk about like strangers, like I think part of that study is i forget who said it but it's like the person that you meet on the bus right you end up it was george right you said Mm -hmm. it's like the person you end up sitting next to on the bus i think there's this small mindset of i am literally never gonna see this person again right Mm -hmm. unless you change that well yeah but odds are if you just sit next to you know john on the bus on your way to work you know, one time, you're never going to see him again. I, I do that in a kind of malicious way. There have been times in my life where... <laughs> don't I'm, follow I, Kenny's lead. I don't, don't do it, but I make up completely fake lives to people. No! Like, That's awesome! I'm really good at it. I did it to some, like, 80-year-old woman one time. Oh. Yeah, she asked me, where are you from? You I'm, like, I'm like, I'm from Wayne. And she goes, New what? And I, Wayne. Yeah, I'm from Wayne. And then she goes... And then she goes, oh, that's where I'm from. Tell me about it. I'm like, oh, well, see, <gasps> I grew up in a military family. My dad was moving around the United States. You're joking. You're <laughs> no, joking. Kenny, that's so bad. Right off the top it's of my worse head. that it's like an eight-year-old woman, and it's yeah. just not like, uh. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of talking to strangers, mm. new 988 suicide prevention hotline will include a texting option to make it easier. Yes, the people on the hotline are usually strangers to you, but you do, de- like, dive into a connection. So this is a positive of, you know, having good conversations with people. The USA agency in charge of telecommunications created rules to expand access to the suicide prevention hotline by establishing the ability to text in addition to calling. The FCC established 988 as the new nationwide easy to remember three-digit phone number for Americans to connect with suicide prevention and mental health crisis counselors. As soon as next summer, people will be able to call or text 988 for instant access to emergency service. The rules require phone service providers to direct all 988 calls to existing National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by July 16th, 2022. I think this is really good news. Go FCC. Yeah. No one has ever said that. <laughs> Yikes. Except now. It's but, fine. They'll just cancel me. <laughs> but no, I honestly, 
all right, I'll, you know, being totally open, this is not my first time being open on air. As someone who has called the, you know, the hotline before, it is really relieving to see that there's actually a texting option because I think calling them, first of all, to be honest, at least in my experience, was kind of hard. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like usually in, you know, if you're thinking about stuff like that, that's not your first thought. And usually your first thought is not like, oh, let me just have a full on conversation with this person. I can totally imagine like this being easier if you can just text like the hotline, like you would text a random friend, like, hey, can we talk for a minute? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just something like that. I think this is like easily one of the coolest stories I have seen in a while like the, genuine and progress like like we said with the last story it's there is that connection of connecting with a stranger and having a deeper conversation about things exactly. and that's where there's a pro in that situation of like someone is there to help you but i guess it's that trained professional one yeah of the things that i like about this is that for a phone call you can just hang up as immediately as soon as you start that phone call yeah for a text you can't unsend it yeah exactly. as soon as it's sent and all you have to do it it'd be difficult to do but as soon as you hit that send button it's it's there yeah. yeah and while you may want to take it back to a certain degree because of the fear and the anxieties about talking about that you can't which is a good thing yeah exactly it's like even if it's a text as simple as you know like hey i really need to talk to somebody right now like or you know and it's gonna sound stupid but some people out there will know what i mean where it's like you might just be thinking like hey do you mind talking right now? It's like, no, duh, they don't mind talking. It's their job. <laughs> but you kind of, you though. don't know how to start a conversation like that. I also yeah. think it's with... just like, hey, can we talk about anything right now? You know what I mean? I also think with the idea of texting something, you know how we all know that like sending a message to someone or like posting on social media is a lot easier than like actually physically talking to a person sometimes in person. Like, because words are a lot easier to just type out than like explain it and think out too. like think out and like it'll be a little easier so I think this will be an opportunity for people to just be like I could just put it in words instead and not feel like I have to explain it yeah I think this is going to be awesome I am actually very very excited um that this is going to be a thing again 988 please 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 and you know what hold on this is a this is obviously a very uh, important conversation that needs to be had so for those uh if you feel like you're in need um the suicide or the national suicide prevention lifeline as well even if you're just feeling you know even if you're just feeling down it's better to you know stop the uh stop the thoughts while you can uh 800-273-8255 is the national suicide prevention lifeline Literally, there's no shame in just writing it on a piece of scratch paper and keeping it in your bedside dresser. Nothing wrong with it. So I did come into the show originally with Voldemort, which is a song by With Confidence. Amazing song. Uh, thank you for the idea, Kenny. Um, originally, we were going to play it here, uh, but instead I had to open the show with it. That song is uh, a little bit about suicide. So instead, we are going to... Uh, Take a quick break. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, don't be afraid to call the hotline 800-273-8255. Here is We'll Be Okay by With Confidence. We'll be right back. As a pleasant reminder, yes, we will, in fact, be okay. Again, the uh, the new 
uh, hotline, suicide prevention hotline, 988. Don't be afraid to text. That's in available you, in July 22. Available in July of 22. Thank you. Yeah. Not that's yet. Why, that's why I have it, you It'll guys be mandated here. by them. So Again, I don't, I don't know how to read. I'm glad you guys do. <laughs> in case you just woke up or just tuned in, you are listening to 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. My name is Ryan Trick, and this is the alumni version of the Morning Buzz. I, of course, am joined by the wondrous Amanda Marino, Kenny Horn, and the legendary, my favorite sportscaster on the planet, George Jamgochen. He's the best. But also... We are joined by our entertainment specialist, the one and only Leslie Gallagher. Hi. Uh, Hi. So I'm not an an alumni. (laughs) You're not an alumni, Leslie. But I am here. Earn your keep, Leslie. (laughs) Are you a junior? I am a junior. There you go. You're almost there. I'm there, sort of. I got got a lot of time, a year and a half or so. But um, this day in entertainment history, on November 29th, 1945, The Lost Weekend, based on a novel by Charles R. Jackson, directed by Billy Wilder, starring Ray Milland and Jane Wyman, premiered in Los Angeles. And a year later, it won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1946. Whoa. So that's some fun entertainment news. Fun. Um, that's cool. Yeah, very cool. It was, it's always, uh, I love this day in history facts. It, it's like, it brings you back to what happened on this day, which I don't know. I, I like love history. it. Love that it. is why it's called this day in history. This day in history. It's so fun. I'm sorry for being mean. <laughs> it's okay, Kenny. I, Kenny, you're I fired again. Nothing. Uh, you do the same thing I do where I say I fire people. I love it. I've fired so many people like eight or seven times. Fired. No, I this Wait, is this what? is one girl named Lara. I fired I her. Lara. I fired her like a dozen times. You Incredible. fired you tried to fire me. I probably did. When we were doing focus disruption, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I you're fired. I'm like, oh, I fire people. It's fun. Ben tries to fire me too. Except when except when it's real. That's not fun. Yikes. Oh. Anyways, Leslie, <laughs> Anyways. we have some interesting entertainment news, don't we? Yes, we do. We have um, a little more of a somber story. So uh, sad. Stephen uh, Sondheim, Sondheim, a Broadway legend, songwriter, and composer, died at 91 years old on Friday in his home in Connecticut. Thankfully, he was able to spend Thanksgiving with his family on Thursday. His death seems sudden. Um, they didn't expect it from what I've read. And um, he has a great legacy, though. He did great in his 91 years. He wrote lyrics for famous plays like West Side Story, um, Follies Into the Woods, Pacific Overtures, Sweeney Todd, Company, A Little Night Music, Merrily We Roll Along, Sunday in the Park with George. Hey, George. Uh, Passion, <laughs> Assassins, and Gypsy. Not that George. <laughs> Not that George, a different George. Um, <laughs> he also won three Tony Awards, um, a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Kennedy Center, and a Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama. So that one year's. I mean, I'm you feel like you have to say something. No, I'm not. No, I'm just gonna say it's been a, it's been a hard weekend for the Broadway community. There was actually a really cool thing over the weekend in Times Square on Silent Wicked and Ain't You Proud and stuff that all gathered in Times Square and sang a number from Sunday in the Park with George. And wow. it was like this really epic thing. It was kind of led by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who um, right. is obviously big in the Broadway community. If y'all haven't heard of him, he did Hamilton. Um, so, <laughs> so it was like a <laughs> big thing. Point, yeah. It was a big thing. And it was kind of crazy because I was talking about it before the show. Um, uh, Steven Sondheim, like they, he was a big part in the new movie, Tick, Tick, Boom, which just premiered right. on Netflix. So he was kind of like part of that story a little bit with just about Jonathan Larson, who 
wrote Rent. Um, but it was a big thing. And also we have West Side Story coming out soon, which is also uh, which is also Stephen Sondheim. And uh, Company is still on Broadway, which is also his too. But that's just the quick thing. Most Broadway people know who he is and his name and his legacy will live mm-hmm. on in his shows and such. So. Yeah. And you're, you're into theater. I mean, I, I am I into think, theater. I think people who listen to the Monday edition when you host it obviously know that. Oh, obviously <laughs> knew that. But, but like for all, people who don't know, you I, are a theater major too, I was right? a theater major, yes. And but like these shows and stuff were like really the big thing people took from them was that these shows took on stories that were like more simple, but like put a twist to it. Like Into the Woods is all about fairy tales. Fairy tales Love that we that grew one. up. Fair, fairy tales that we grew up with, but with a twist. And so it was like a lot of these kind of things. And they really brought a lot of great messages and stuff out there. But I'll let you continue. This is your entertainment segment. I don't want to steal this. <laughs> no, spotlight. no, I love your contribution. <laughs> even though I, I did theater when I was like younger, like you definitely are more into it and know more about it. So love your input and like that's a good yeah no you're, you're good go for it go for your next part of that <laughs> my though. next thingy um for the top three movies in the box office this week number one we have Encanto number two Ghostbusters Afterlife and three House of Gucci which you saw right I did not see no that. you didn't see no it. I said I wanted to see you it. wanted to see it oh is House and of Gucci I, I heard of I thought Gucci. that was so funny yeah. I heard of um and Encanto. I've yes, heard of that. That's, that's a Disney, Disney yeah. animation film. That one I really want to see. That looks good. I've... It looks quite good. It yeah. looks so good, and it's I mean it's our number one. So oh, awesome. I knew it. It's also Lin Manuel Miranda. I knew he was part he of that. He just does everything. He just does everything. But such a life. great is the thing, right? But also, like, everything yeah. he's done is yeah. really good. So he's very talented. Um, but Ghostbusters. I was talking to you. About what, the is show. this a sequel? Or it's something? yeah. It's another yeah. one. It's another sequel. The original actors do make a cameo in it. Okay. Too. That's good. Um, I know the one kid from Stranger Things is in it too, which is fun, but I don't know. I, I want to see it, but you you said you heard mixed reviews on it or something. I think Kenny did. Kenny heard no, 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 no. You, you said something, right? I've Hi. actually heard uh, mixed reviews on House of Gucci. Uh, I really want to see it. I really do. I have Me heard too. that one or two people uh, saw it and they were like, Eh, the best part of the movie. Like Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. I mean, like I don't know, but like exactly. So I'm not entirely sure, but uh, I am looking forward to seeing at least House of Gucci. Hopefully, I've been back to the theaters uh, a couple times during the pandemic. Yeah, same. I feel I feel pretty safe. I feel pretty comfortable. Kind of looking forward to it. But as far as like Ghostbusters Afterlife, I've heard that people didn't even like the first Ghostbusters movie that much. No, the first Ghostbusters. So it's like, why would they make another one? That's That's my thing. Are you talking about the first sequel or the first movie in general? Because the first movie in general is a huge cult classic. Oh, it's classic. I've heard some people don't like it. Ah, yeah. Well, that's true. A lot of people wouldn't like it probably because it's old. It was like it's an opinion. I mean, like I know the the one a few years ago people didn't really like because it was the the all women led cast and people didn't like that one. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that one for some reason. I thought it was fine. Anyways. You are listening to 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Hi, FCC. I got the top of the hour in. My name is Ryan Trick. Uh, You are listening, of course, to the alumni version of the morning buzz. I don't know why they keep letting me into the building. I am joined. He's going to keep making that joke. That's the third time. (laughs) It's the third time, and I'll keep making it. You know why, Leslie? Because if people wake up late, maybe they're making their coffee in the morning. And maybe getting a croissant. The joke is fresh to them. The joke is fresh to them. For people who are listening to the at the top of the show, I don't know. Sorry, not sorry. If you're a longtime listener, you know how to deal with my humor. It's called the mute button. Just kidding. 
we are going to take a quick break. Of course, we will be right back with more uh, wonderful, wonderful news and entertainment, etc. What are we going to be talking about in hour two? We're going to be well, talking about Blinding Light. Blinding you know, Light. The oh, weekend song. I'm blinded by the... Yeah, Wait, do we have Blinding Lights in... In uh in the computer. Because Wouldn't I you think, like to know? I would love boy? to know because I think we should. That would be a perfect segue to just I don't, go right into it. Well, I mean, it's possible, but I don't think so. It's possible, but we'll find, we'll out, find out later. We'll find out next on the morning buzz. Hey, hey, you're listening to WMSC Upper Montclair 90.3 FM. For more information, go to WMSCRadio.com or download the iHeartRadio app. Hey, you're listening to 90.3 WMSC, right. Upper Montclair, where music It'll stays cool. Cooler than go. a dog on a skateboard. Ten seconds. Yeah. Okay, Mike's I on. take that back, but we're still pretty cool. You know what else is pretty cool? The morning buzz here on 90.3 WMSC. You needed Upper a new Montclair. intro, I guess. <laughs> All right, listen. All right. I you think know it's what? cool. L- listen here, you. Of course, I am your host, Ryan Trick, uh, being joined by the beauty and brains of the operation, Amanda <laughs> Marino, our wonderful cog in the machine, Kenny Horn. Is that an insult? That's, no, a, that's a compliment. I, I, Kenny's a cog I'll in the machine. I'll take it. Is a, the that's out. definitely an insult. Yeah, that's but an insult. insult. We, well, here's the thing. It's not an insult because we work for the FCC. Our wonderful overlords, please, the FCC, just give machine. me little crumbs, little nuggets of appreciation. The also, FCC's a cog in the machine. It's true. What? The, FC, the FCC is the machine, man. I didn't say anything. It's the Penny. machine, man, and we're all just cogs, man. We also got our wonderful entertainment cog. Leslie Gallagher, and of course the legendary. I don't know. Why I keep changing accents. No, no. George is the machine. George, oh, George is it. a machine. He's, He's a, a legend. George, that's a dino. For those yep. of you who can't see, uh, if you're tuning in and not like I don't know, driving on the road, I'm like why do you even drive? Just fly your telephone forehead. Um, of course, you can tune in if you would like to on the Book of Faces. We are streaming live. Or the tube of you. And the tube of you? That's later. That's later. You can check us out later on. And and the if I of spot. And the Spotify on later. Look at us go. Man. So, Ryan, what are we talking about this hour? I have no idea. Well, we're kidding. Why don't you tell us what's going on? We're talking about the Beatles Get Back documentary Why a Woman Married a Cow and a Polish Cactus that Sings About Cocaine. And what teaser is that? And the King of Weird (laughs) and Blinding Lights. But we will get there in just a moment. First, Kenny, we have to appeal our FCC overlords. Hit us with another newscast. In Montclair, the Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church is back open. The reopening came after extensive repairs to the church's structure and years of activists fighting the church's potential permanent closure. To celebrate the reopening, the church held a mass on Saturday, which was to celebrate the first Sunday of Advent. In New Jersey, one teenager is dead and three others are hurt after gunfire erupts in North. Prosecutors say the bullets that hit the 14th were fired from a car on the 900 block of Bergen Street at just before 9 p.m. Saturday. 17-year-old Jiba Kaba of North was taken to the University Hospital, where he died. The three other teens, a male and two females, were also taken to the hospital and will be okay. So far, no arrests have been made. 
In national news, Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves joins anti-abortion leaders from across the state Sunday at a church in Jackson to defend the state's abortion law. The Republican governor says the court case puts Mississippi at the epicenter of the anti-abortion movement. Abortion rights supporters were also at the event. The Supreme Court is scheduled to hear arguments on Mississippi's law, which bans abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy beginning this Wednesday. Today in Montclair, we've got a cold one. We have a high of 40 and a low of 29, but up here in the hills, it feels like 26. It will be partly cloudy throughout the day, but there is a bright side. There's no chance of rain for the day, so just put on a nice warm jacket and you are set. Back to you, Logan. And thank you for that wonderful newscast. Kenny, you threw it back to me. I'm going to alley-oop it to George. Do you get it? It's a sports thing. That was so good. Wait sports George, what is that tell us what is sports Where? what is a sport <laughs> yeah sports what, what, ball alley, so hold on it's a what it, what is an alley-oop George? so an alley-oop so is more important than the sports okay sports. so an alley-oop here's what it is it's where it's a passive basketball where they pass it over and a player takes the ball and he slams it down into the net so an alley-oop is the setup oh. to a slam dunk uh, Thank you, so George. Fancy. That's where the slam dunk is where you, you kick the puck through the field goal and get three points, right? Yeah, no, it's also no, the thing where uh, if you run 26.5 miles, you know, and, and you end up hitting a home run. So Yeah, exactly. And then you swim across a lake or something. Anyways, we'll hear, we'll, we'll hear about all kinds of wonderful sports things, George. Literally, I cannot stress this enough. Every time I get to say this, it just – Brings joy to my heart, my guy. And now for George Jam Gochin for the sports cast. George, what's going on in the world of sports, man? Oh, well, Ryan, I thank you. Here is the latest in sports. In football, the Giants beat the Eagles 13 to 7. Eagles QB Jalen Hurts threw three interceptions, while Giants tight end Chris Myrick caught his first career touchdown with his legs. Big Blue will play the Dolphins in Miami next Sunday at 1 p.m. Meanwhile, the Jets defeated the Houston Texans 21-14. Jets QB Zach Wilson threw for 145 yards and scored his first rushing touchdown. Gang Green will play the Eagles in East Rutherford next Sunday. In hockey, the Devils beat the Flyers 5-2 at the Rock last night, while the Rangers-Islanders game was postponed due to an Islanders player testing positive for COVID. This will result in a pause of the Islanders' schedule at least through November 30th, while the Rangers will play Wednesday against Philadelphia. In basketball, the 76ers will face the Orlando Magic tonight at 7, while the Knicks and Nets will square up at the Barclays Center tomorrow night at 7.30. And in Montclair State sports, the men's and women's basketball teams will come back from Thanksgiving break, facing Ramapo College Wednesday night at Panzer. The women will play at 6 and the men at 8. That's my news. What's yours? My news is that I'm happy whenever you say that. Exactly. And again, I Kenny, why wasn't it in the I, newscast? As soon as I Unacceptable. George, ow. Oh I'm here. I can't even. I'm not in the studio. I'm, I'm here forever. You, you're always going to be part Unacceptable. of it. Unacceptable. There it is. There I gotta it is. find it. I, sh- I should just keep the soundboard up. I, I that's what I do. I added like twenty sound effects. There's a lot of them. I'll, yeah. find, I'll find places to to. I've been named. I've been named by Nate Williams, our programming and engineering director, the king of sound effect. We love it. <laughs> effect. Effect. Yes. Yeah. Effects. No. Nah. Effect. 
I don't, I don't know. Gotcha. So sure. I, I have to ask you all. Um, oh, no. we didn't get to talk about it at the beginning of the show, but how was everybody's weekends? Like with the Thanksgiving weekend? <laughs> no one thought it was gonna be like a really deep question get about a news story. It's not a deep conversation. It's asking, I was like, I hope, really. I hope you all had a good weekend. It was it was a holiday weekend. Yeah. And even yeah, if you I, had a, I had a great weekend, Amanda. It was a really good weekend. <laughs> I really liked my weekend. Okay. I had a great Am holiday I supposed weekend. to get a joke? <laughs> well, I mean, on? I was going to ask because, I, I mean, were, was your weekend so with much. lights blinding? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That was the most. You just got to go speaking <laughs> of the weekend. Where's, oh, the, where's the bonk sound effect when yeah, you need it? Yeah, hit the bonk. <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite one. Second favorite. <laughs> that's for you. Oh, in, all, in all seriousness, yeah. I hope you all had a great like holiday weekend. And even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, like I hope you had some time to relax and like self care and be able to just chill. But with the weekend, I mean, the weekend's a blinding light is the new number one Billboard Hot 100 song of all time. Billboard released its list of the biggest songs ever on the Hot 100 chart, and the weekend's blinding light shines brightest. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> Among, yeah. Amongst the Sorry. nearest 30,000 titles ever to hit the Billboard Hot 100, it is newly crowned number one on Billboard's greatest of all times, Hot 100 songs recap so it is now past every other songs past any other song but we have a list of the other songs that you might know from the past that it's now beat so ryan do you want to start us off oh, with man. that we're gonna do this yeah, all right let's see how coordinated we are in the morning i didn't have my coffee number one blinding lights by the weekend number two the twist chubby checker number three smooth by santana fantastic featuring song. rob fantastic Thomas. song uh number four mac the knife bobby darren Number five, Uptown Funk, Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. Awful song. <laughs> Incorrect, Kenny. Up to <laughs> number six, How Do I Live, Leanne Rhymes. Uh, party number seven. How is this on, on this top 10 list? I got to have a talk with Billboard. Party Rock Anthem by LMFAO featuring Lauren Bennett and Goon Rock. Awful song. Number eight, I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Awful song. Number nine, hey, my wait, hold on, Macarena, the Bayside Boys mix. I gotta, I gotta do some research into that by Los Del Rio. And Fantastic. number ten, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Mass Understandable. This so, is like a weird list. I, it is, but I have, I have a a fun fact that I don't believe is in here. How long do you guys think the weekend's blinding lights was in the Billboard um, top like one hundred? I know 10, the answer, I but I did the story. Yeah. Um, is it the top 10 or the top 100 kenny correct it is the top 100 it's the top 100 yeah how long was blinding lights in the top 100 uh probably since it came out maybe i would say like a year i have no idea 52 straight weeks so it's close to that's a, a year, no, that's, a year. Wow. Exactly. that's an yeah. exact year. it is oh, it, it literally was in the top 100 for a year straight as it should be it's a eh. great it's such a good song it is a good song eh. i like what? the thing it's, it's not, good it's not that doesn't make it on I, I think i like I it like because it, it's like, it has like a, a synth 80s vibe which i like about it um i like it better actually than the other his other big song yeah. which is yeah eh. it's not it's eh. not my kind of music but i can understand why it was so popular i think yeah. it's because it's a huge earworm too you know, Definitely. there's also it was also a huge sound on TikTok for a while. I mean, yeah. he performed it at the Super yeah. Bowl, like, and this that was Super a Bowl huge thing. By the yeah. way, it was just amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the light show and everything. Can, yeah. Can we acknowledge Party Rock Anthem? No. no. Party Party Rock Rock is in the house tonight. 
All right, where are the mute buttons on here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Let's like, see. it's like it was like good for like five minutes, and then you kind of get sick of it. I feel like is that party song? rock? I remember listening to that on <laughs> like me. repeat though. Like, I that was a huge song. And that was like you, my song in like what seventh grade. Even I if you really hated it, that. even if you hated it, you knew it was like popular. Yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed. Played at every party. I'm disappointed everywhere. in the both of you. Can we just move on to the artist side of things? No. Yes. yes. Incorrect. On the yeah, artist side of things, the Beatles <laughs> still remain the leading act in the Hot Hundreds archives, tapping Billboard's greatest all-time hot artist retrospect. The top ten artists for those are. Ryan. The legendary Beatles. Number two. The bottles. Number two, Madonna, which I have a problem with, but that's fine. Number three, and I am so happy about this. Personally, I think he should be number two. Elton John. Number four, Elvis Presley. Five, Mariah Carey. I have a problem with Only that. for that one Only song, for though. The one song. Am I the only one who likes it. that song? I'm not I hate that song. Fan. I love that song. Number six, uh, Stevie Wonder. Number seven, Janet Jackson. Number eight, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Number nine, Whitney Houston. Number ten, Rihanna. Who would have thought Janet beat Michael? Everyone. Sorry. Just listen to Janet. A lot of people. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a really great job. Right I just Jeez, thought that, that was a good deal. Thought... Genuinely and truly, I'm surprised. Well, I'm surprised I'm not Michael is on the list. She has bad a little music because i bet she has great music but michael album. jackson yeah yeah you have to remember michael jackson, michael jackson one of the best-selling albums of he, all time i think it is the best-selling yeah. album of all time it is i part of me is surprised green day is not on here but another oh. part of me is also not surprised in the slightest who's um, missing who's like missing? what song are you thinking like like green day this is just the top artists of all time yeah, i mean when, when all time according to who? billboard yeah. greatest <laughs> yeah billboard but like what I don't know. Billboard like the leading music. This is measured by how many songs. Inches and miles and laughter and strife. But what about love? This is measured by straight fire. How many songs and how many weeks those songs were on the Billboard Hot 100 charts? I don't think that's a good measure. Which the Beatles hold the record for. The Billboard Hot 100 charts are, from what I believe, and from what I've heard, because thankfully I still work in radio. Um, I Woo. believe it's measured by, and man, I'm going to butcher the heck out of this. So Lindsay Havens, if you're listening, I apologize. But uh, like your boss or something? No, uh, <laughs> Billboard senior editor, Lindsay Havens. Oh. I have the pleasure of working with her a lot and she is a fantastic person. Um, I forget what her Twitter handle is, but she's also really funny. Uh, but I believe it is based on um, like chart optics are usually uh, based on uh, plays streams but also i want to say they're called equivalent album units so it's like physical copies sold but also streams turn into equivalent album units based on popularity everything combined but it's it's a bunch of different factors um but they do factor in like everything it's funny because i think i remember talking about this with annabella poland our general manager here at wmsc one day about it because you were talking about it's hard to measure these things anymore because a lot of people don't necessarily listen to just like what's necessarily popular and just came out two days ago it's more about what they're finding on tiktok so like you remember what there was like abba songs trending and it was songs Mm -hmm. that were like you know 30 40 years old or even longer but like it was trending on tiktok so people were like oh i want to add this to my playlist and it's like hashtag why did abba get nominated anyways what no it's the grammys no but abba did get get nominated yeah why i don't because they were 
release new music. <laughs> I mean, Abba was still yeah. a thing. Yeah, and if I release I new music, know. I'm not getting nominated. <laughs> but you're anyway, not Abba. My, yeah, my point is, my point is, it is hard to measure just in general. But I'm glad there's still some kind of way. I guess with like streaming and stuff, there's yeah. like optics to see like, oh, this has a million streams. Like, let me. This is the top one. But mm-hmm. it's interesting. I know. I just I don't know if that's like how often a song is like played or bought really measures how good it is no not at all like, i mean i think I, I have like, it's hmm. like it's it's a dumb song but it was popular i mean it, like it's it. like kind of a bop it know, is they bop. played it at parties that's like two different songs I, mean, like, you're so awesome. I love that yeah, song it's that's an awesome that's song. one of my pump up songs but speaking of music and oh, speaking man. of George's favorite band. Amanda, why, why Amanda, I, the transition also, was right there. Is speaking of the number one artist of all time, nah, we have a documentary. Nah, it was right there, Amanda. Nah, nah it's okay. <laughs> he bogged the mic. I, I gave a little tap. It was a much was louder so than I thought. Loud. Anyway, so um, I, I trained I trained Amanda to do the segues. That's why they're you know Ryan segues, great. also known as bad. Uh, but anyway, the get Sorry, back, Mike. the Beatles come together and fall apart in a capity captivating new documentary on disney plus directed by peter jackson the beatles get back takes the viewer to 1969 and challenges the long establishing narrative about the last days of the beatles it is a documentary series consisting of three lengthy episodes released on disney plus one at a time on november 25th 26th and 27th the documentary gives a close-up of one of the biggest bands of all time as they try to work out whether they want to be beatles anymore the documentary is compiled from archival footage from the recording of the 1970 film let it be the filming of that had over 60 hours of video and 150 hours of audio recorded and it was narrowed down to the film released back in 1970 man i feel bad for the person that had to narrow all of that down of what was used <laughs> in the final movie Same. um but the movie for decades has been considered an inside look at a band on the verge of implosion but get back revisits and to some extent corrects the myth giving an in-depth look at what the making of let it be really looked like this doc is fantastic i watched the entire oh, did thing you? this weekend it is very i was very actually good. just gonna wa- ask I'm who, so who had seen it so, my dad saw it he liked it he's a big Beatles fan i was just about to ask i know george for the longest time has been <laughs> a beatles i fanatic I don't know how to more than a fanatic. More than a fanatic. George, I hear something cool. I you know Pete Best, the original drummer before Ringo, Pete Best. Oh yeah, Pete Best. What about him? I have signed drumsticks from him. Really? I do. George is about to break into your house. Why'd you tell him? (laughs) (laughs) Why do I feel like this is all of all of a sudden all I could think about was you guys have seen Drake and Josh, right? Yeah. Do you know that one episode where like they get the 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 one Abbey Road album? Abbey Road. Yes. And it's, he was like a signed producer and like he had a bunch of albums laying around. Don't ask me why. I just thought of that. But anyways. Anyways, George, as a resident Beatles, I want to say expert, honestly, at this point. Yes. Uh, what'd you what'd you think of the uh, doc? Oh my gosh. Well, uh, I've watched two out of three parts so far and it's just, it's everything. If you're, I would say if you're a huge fanatic where you know what songs they did on the, on like the 26th of January, 1969 at 1 PM in England time. And <laughs> like, if you know, everything's so standard and everything's so, so precise and you would love it. And, you know, like there was, there was, there were so many parts in the documentary where I'm like, Oh, so that's where that song came from. And, oh, so this was the beginning of writing uh, Get Back, or that's where they got across the universe from. Was like, there everything... something 
Was there something super surprising in the doc that you felt that you learned that you were like, whoa, I actually didn't know that. That wasn't like a, the creation of a song or anything. Um, I would say like Paul strumming his bass on, for, uh, on Get Back. Like he was I just agree. starting out, you know, the song and then he, uh, he was just strumming his bass and then he, he started following the lyrics, you know, sweet love at her mar and thought she was a woman. And then, it, you know, it came to fruition and that's how he did it. So um, that and also um, I, I would say how like the, the, the Daily Beatles lunch is just consists of toast and tea. And I, yeah. I don't know how I'd want to live on that, but I don't know how they did. You My know. favorite part of the entire thing is when Paul made Get Back. He's just sitting there, and John is late, as usual, at this point. And he's just strumming, like George says, strumming on the bass, and out of nowhere, he, you can just start, you can hear it coming together. Mm-hmm. And he's not singing the words, because he doesn't know them yet. He's like, he's just humming. And as he goes along, he fills in the words and figures it out. And you're just yeah. like, he just wrote that in five minutes. I think yep. there's this other level of appreciation for Beatles music, too, because it's the idea that's so simple like and so simple and like the chords are so like not complicated or anything no like crazy big guitar solos or anything but it's just it's very simple it's nice i was actually uh watching part of the rock and roll hall of fame uh little thing the other yesterday um it was the the 2021 induction and obviously i was watching because the foo fighters but paul mccartney inducted them and he they ended the show doing get back and like now that we're talking about it it's so fun to see how simple of a song but how like amazing the song is if you know what i mean yeah, so like yeah. it's it was interesting can i say a quick foo fighters fun fact yes i'm in charge of the show of course i can yeah i was gonna say of course i love the foo fighters and foo fighters so dave grohl is the second ever person to be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame twice in this first year of eligibility mm-hmm. that's pretty cool the that's first cool. one was john Lennon. Hmm. Oh, oh another beatles factory exactly. there. Beatles, it back cool. to the beatles and of course it was john lennon too oh it had to be. the legend i'm shocked paul didn't make that yeah honestly he's but in he, like three times though isn't he or is he in he's like, in two clapton the only, is the in only three person that's paul in, is only in twice clapton's in three times the yeah because of his bands oh, like his yeah. solo career the only probably person. cream right was cream, he cream? And, I and i think the yardbirds yeah okay yeah Same. he's the only person in three that's times. why i didn't know if paul mccartney was in three times because i know he was in the wings and i didn't know if they were ever in the wings are called it's just it's paul it's mccartney and wings not i mean like come on amanda uncultured oh you, you heathen. I'm sorry. At least I knew that. I think Ryan would have been like, who, who are we talking about? <laughs> Amanda, you're fired. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but what is everybody's be- favorite Beatles song real quick while we're going out of into the segue? Oh my my favorite Beatles song is Across the Universe, which is my favorite song of all time. Um, quick thing. I found out during the documentary that my second favorite Beatles song, Don't Let Me Down, mm-hmm. that was recorded on my birthday. Wow. Obviously, for, obviously, years thir- thirty-two years born. before I was born. Yeah. But hey, hey, that's cool. That's I was gonna say I didn't know you were that old, Kenny. Why are you still <laughs> in college, <laughs> Leslie? What about you? You have one? I mean, like I, I like I've been listening to Beatles since I've like been a kid, but like I don't know their songs super well. But I'm gonna go with like Revolution because that's the one I know the best, which maybe is an odd choice if you're like a big fan. <laughs> but uh, it's the one I know really well, and I like it. Fair, Ryan. I first got into the Beatles by that movie yesterday, surprisingly, because I hadn't really listened oh, to much yeah, Beatles. Really? Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, from that movie, and I listened to the original, like all-time favorite Beatles song is Yesterday. Wow. So good. good choice. I think, and of course, I 
think George. mine is uh, oh, while my guitar <laughs> while my guitar gently weeps. I really like that That's song. Um, but it's a and hair I, song. And I think I'm going to jump the gun on this one. But George, is your favorite song in my life? Yes. <laughs> Why, George? There you Give go. I, I just know Give it so reason, well. <laughs> Give a reason, though. Well, no, I just um, it, it's just it's very well. I mean. It came out at, at, with Rubber Soul, and that was during the time when they were transitioning to like folk and revolver and everything like that. And so it wasn't like their typical love song that they would make. It was like John Lennon wrote this when he was 25 years old, and and it sounds like it came from like a you know a 60 year old guy, uh, man. So this is a really, it's just a real. It tugs to the heartstrings, and it's also just a nice lyrical sensation of a song. That song used to be my well, favorite song of all time. You good news, George. That is going to be our segue out is going to be in my life by the Beatles. Once again, you're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. George, I love you more, my guy. So good to finally host a show with you again. And of course, I am Ryan Trick. I am also joined by my favorite people, or some of my favorite people on this earth. I'm joined by Kenny Horn, Amanda Marino, Leslie Gallagher, and I was hoping Annabella Poland. Leslie, she she's might not make here. it. She might make it. She's not here yet. No guarantees. Annabella. She she has a class at nine forty five. Why does and you know how bad the New, New Jersey traffic is? I mean, true. You know. that's 46. true. <laughs> Usually that's she's here true. by the time the show wraps. Maybe she'll make it. 46, for those of you who don't, uh, who aren't in the Montclair area, um, 46 is a nightmare. It is horrible. Oh, she said something. And I would, yeah, I was going to say, I heard the, uh, I heard what the, did, uh, the, what did Daniel say? Oh, the, the nondescript uh, text message notification. Oh. But, anyways. So we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to take a little break from news, actually. Um, what? On a news show? Is that allowed? What, whoever when needed was a, this ever a news that. show? Wasn't a news show when yeah. I was running it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so this segment that we're going to do, this that we'll be doing each day of the alumni week. This is the first day, as we've mentioned a few times. And this whole week we're doing in celebration of the Morning Buzz's seventh birthday coming up this Thursday. This segment, we're going to just be talking to the alumni about how WMSC, Morning Buzz, everything helped them get where they are. So I want to lead this off with Ryan, because I know you are at Sirius XM. I am. That I, is as big as it gets. I made, I made it. Yeah, it is uh, pretty much as big as it gets for uh, radio. Yeah. And um, I, I got to say, like everything I learned here, I have basically been able to apply just you know word for word you know beat for beat at Sirius um surprisingly and I say surprisingly not in a bad way but I say yeah Amanda says he loved it so much he took off work today it's true <laughs> I did take off work today I'm in I'm in a morning show actually um at Sirius and when I was I mean, afraid of that when I first reached out to you I was yeah like, I really want him to come on but it, I know he does a morning show I know and it's been hard but I you know I needed to, I needed to come back here because this is, you know, I wouldn't be working at that morning show if it wasn't for here, you know, here we kind of wake up early. I remember taking the, uh, I think it was like a five forty-five or six, you know, o'clock little transit, you know, or not transit, but little, uh, what is the shuttles, the campus shuttles yeah. from the on-campus apartments. 
and you know at like 5 45 or 6 o'clock and i'm like man this is so early but i get here early you know and we do the show and it was so weird to me because after doing that over and over and over again you kind of it kind of just becomes natural originally it's like man this is horrible and then it becomes yeah no i you know people ask you it's like oh why do you wake up so early and i'm like that's doesn't feel that early i'm just waking up for radio you know now i go into studio at sirius in new york once a week and i have a two-hour commute and oh i leave my house at 4 15 in the morning i am up by like 3 15 that i'm still not used to but it's easier <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. on a daily basis obviously i work from home i'm usually out of bed by like 5 30 or 6 and again it's easy because i used to do that to come here I want to ask you both about something. So you two, really us three, we were the producers that were in charge of the show while it was in the height of COVID. Yeah. Yikes. That's <laughs> with Ryan. I mean, the former one before Ryan, Jeremy Wall, he was on his way out before mm -hmm. that we really got heavily involved with that. And over the summer is when you and Amanda both really got that going and had to change everything we did. I never even saw it before COVID. And I want to ask you both about how was it having to adapt the show and how that helped you just in your career? Um, to be adaptable. I feel like it's, I, this is going to be a terrible way to look at it, but I feel like it's also been like a nice way to be like showing people in the industry how well you could handle a situation. Yeah. Um, because you say, I, I led this during COVID and it's kind of like a talking point in a sense, because like, if you could handle it during a mess of a crisis where even people at the biggest companies were working from home, like producing like news shows from home, like it just shows that you already have that level ahead of them. It also helps that you're good involved in technology and stuff because you know, it's working. A lot of people still struggle with using zoom. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. So to be able to like, kind of talk about that with them and be like, Hey, like, I produced a morning show where we went live five days a week and we literally were like processing news stories and trying to figure out the best way to talk about COVID and stuff like that. It's something that people are like, oh, wow, you had to work through that. Like most people just like kind of were just doing homework and like hoping for the best. And, you know, yeah. so it's, it, it's like a good talking point. And I, I hate to look at it that way, but it, it's true. It is. No, but it, I mean, that's a good point because, you know, in radio and again this is something that i've also you know had to deal with working at sirius at this point too and i'm so happy that i learned it you know in college radio beforehand but you know when it's time for your show to go on and you know the mics are on you just have to do it you know what i mean there's no real excuse i mean we had a pretty good excuse you know global pandemic but we didn't let that be the excuse for the whole pandemic mm -hmm. like i remember you know, telling my dad when we were all at home, I was like, okay, dad, you know, if you have a morning meeting, you got to take it like, cause you know, we, I kind of have an open room. I don't have a door I can close for like my little office space. I remember having to tell him like, look, if you have a morning meeting, I'm sorry, but you got to take it like downstairs because I got to do a show. You know what I mean? And I remember too, you know, <laughs> it's kind of funny looking back. It was such a bad idea, but we, at the start of doing all the the morning buzz from home and again hindsight's 2020 and you know i barely have 2020 to begin with my eyesight's <laughs> terrible it is and you can't read and i can't read exactly see maybe you can't read because you can't see there you maybe go. i don't know i just don't think you can i have read. to do some experiments <laughs> but it was such a bad idea but it was necessary where 
And long I remember that every single day. It was rough, and it just got to a point where, like, listen, I understand fully how bad your day's been. Yeah, doesn't matter what's going on in your personal life. When a mic goes on, you. Cool. I think in reality, we, we, we eventually took that out and we eventually started creating more positive news stories, which was good. I would, but I also yeah. think we learned a lot of things too. We learned that like, you know, we were going to have technical issues. We were going to have issues here and there with things just not going right. Zoom people coming into a zoom meeting and just starting talking in the middle of while we're doing a show and stuff. And it just kind of <laughs> happens. And we were just kind of dealing with that all the time. My favorite thing on a, on a little bit of a lighter note and Dr. Strudler, if you're listening, our our wonderful, wonderful Keith Strudler here at the School of Communications, um, you would think, and th- here's the thing, everyone has problems with Zoom. I know we, all of us students had problems with Zoom many times where you would hear somebody's TV in the background of a class because they forgot to mute when they're not paying attention, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Dr. Strudler, we, he came in for an interview. I don't know if any of you remember this, mm-hmm. but he came in for an interview and he was from home so logically you come in on zoom you're supposed to stay (laughs) muted it's a universal thing like you come in especially if you're doing a show you stay muted wait for your cue he comes in unmuted and he goes hello can you guys hear me i'm testing out my new podcasting microphone (laughs) (laughs) i remember that yeah that's the worst was it dr strudler george leslie it might have been i kind of don't remember that I've had that happen. It's the most annoying thing. It, happened, it, it was happened a week so ago. funny. Yeah, but it was yeah. like, it, it, exactly. It's really annoying, but it's also just really funny. And thankfully, we're a college station. We can do mistakes like that. Yeah. And like, that's probably my favorite thing about working in college radio is it's college radio. Like, you can mess up. You can say dumb stuff. You're supposed you can, to mess up. Exactly. Some you can learn. test out jokes that flop super hard on air like i do on a daily basis <laughs> so i have a story to tell you what, what i have a story to tell you oh, you scared the dickens out of me man what'd you just i'm sorry do you want to finish <laughs> your thing first or can I say story? you looked like you saw like a ghost what is it Zoinks, so so kenny so my story you said bad jokes the other day we did for focus disruption wesley and i we did oh, yeah. a one hour oh. podcast that was special right and before that earlier in the day we interviewed I set up, I booked an interview with a climate scientist from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Oh, no. Huge deal. <laughs> yeah. This is a, oh, already, no, is right. I already see where this, this is, is going. an important guy. Yeah. And at the end of the interview, he was pretty cool. So I was like, do you want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. I said, do you want to hear my bad climate change joke? Oh, he goes, I'd love he to, it. He goes, I'd love to hear your bad climate change. <laughs> and I said, you know the solution to climate change? Yeah. Climate change. What, 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 Nothing. He, he just <laughs> stared at me. Yeah, yeah. I was so proud of myself, but no. Yeah, just yeah. Silence. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. Yikes. Yeah, he just stared at me. I was. Anyways, that yeah, climate change. Exactly, but like that's that's the point though. You do stuff that flops horribly on air, so that in the future you know what to do and what not to yeah. do. It yeah. took me forever, and like to you know, of being on air to kind of come up and I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it works for me of every, almost every time I come back, you know, I say, in case you just woke up or just tuned in, 
because it's easy to say it's quick. And George, you probably know this, especially because you and I co-hosted forever. How many like dumb things did I say before just landing on that? Oh my gosh. And I, uh, how many dumb things I said before landing on what, like if WMSC is not in your radio, then radio is not. That's not yeah, dumb. Exactly. That's good. That's I good. That. That's yeah, but good. they had to they had to work through phrases oh, to get man. to their mm-hmm. and, oh, and it's all workshop and it's not like you can't we're in college we have other stuff to do outside the show so it's not like we're sitting down and workshopping the stuff outside the show you know it's like we're workshopping the stuff on air so it's gonna be bad but like that's my favorite part about doing college radio and what I can say I took really well you know into the real world and like into Sirius XM was I know what works and I know what doesn't work, especially, you know what I mean? I had a, I had an instance um, a little while ago where I was talking with some hosts and they were like, what'd you think of the show today? And I was like, honestly, cause they ended up kind of bickering on air. And I got to say like, look, I know what's good bickering and I know what's bad bickering. You know what I mean? And today was like a mix of both. And I was able to give that feedback. And I'm 23 talking to like people who've been on, you know, satellite radio for over five years and they're listening to me like it's crazy to think that that's a thing i can say that i have the experience of being able to do so it's just been i don't know man it's been incredible i've loved doing wmsc and college radio and all all kinds of jazz like that i mean it's it's really been good and funny enough i got to make a joke to my producer off air where he was, it was like my first time really in studio in the office. He's like, Hey, what do you think? And I'm like, man, I gotta tell you, it is really jarring because no matter how prepared I was in college radio, going from like a small, like basically one one studio and like an office, the size of, you know, a storage closet (laughs) to, you know, a huge, like we're on the 35th, 6th, and I think 7th floor of a building, like, right across the street from Radio City Music Hall. Wow. Like, dozens of studios, huge office spaces. I'm like, man, it's jarring. Like, I'm used to, you know, headphones that barely work in a mic stand that won't stay put. (laughs) And now I'm, like, here, but it's, but again, all of the skills, like, transferred over is awesome. It's awesome to ask george specifically because in my introduction I, I i mentioned that you have been fighting cancer which once again i i remember when you were off air and I, I was curious this was november of last year i was curious and i found out what happened and my heart has been out to you ever since and thank god that you're in remission and you're fighting still god bless you man yes but honestly i want to ask you how did having the support system of people at wmsc help you through having to fight that Oh, geez. Yeah, well... Um, Big question. You take your time to think if you need to. <laughs> yeah, uh, as long as there's no dead air, for sure. Um, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would say, you know, uh, I think the day I went to... Well, actually, I remember the, the day, the night before I went... But the night I went to the hospital, I called Ryan up. It was a, it was a Thursday night, and I wasn't able to do the uh, buzz the next morning. And I said, Ryan, you know, I'm, the, you know, test came back. Something's really wrong. And he said, okay, you know, uh, you know, hope you hope you feel better and all that. And I think Leslie sent me a card uh, or everyone signed it and something. Yeah. I remember Some, that. I remember yeah. someone, I think the station manager or someone at the time arranged that. Yeah. And uh, I remember you didn't even know you had cancer yet. Yeah. Because it, I think it was 
previously you had had an incident where you got sick like you felt really sick in studio mm-hmm. and you had called me and you were just like dude i just you know tmi put your coffee away or whatever you were like dude i just up chucked like in the trash can in yeah. studio. and i'm like uh okay um we don't have to do the rest of the show you know take it easy go home i'll call like maintenance or whatever and you know annabella helped me out through it and then the next day you were like yeah man i'm i'm like in the hospital i'm not gonna be able to make the show and i'm like okay um and we didn't even know what it was gonna be yet you know and like but god man like you are literally in my opinion and i think in general in the station's opinion like the strongest person that has like worked at wmsc 100 percent Every person I've talked to about this has said the same exact thing. And every single time that you make an appearance, even if it's for 30 seconds, it makes our day. And you look good, man. You You look great. Your hair's (laughs) back. It's styled, too. I can't even style my hair. That's why I'm wearing a hat. You really want this? George is looking good. I'm sorry for you. George is looking great. I mean, like, if you want, like, come on Facebook and YouTube just to look at George. But no, man, it's so good to see you. It's like, I know I've been kind of half joking about it, but like to give listeners kind of a background, George and I, like, I think the first time we met, you asked me in the hall, you were like, hey, uh, Ryan, what's that song you always play at the start of your show? And I'm like, oh, it's Voldemort by With Confidence, because, you know, I'm a one trick pony, I guess. (laughs) And you were like, yeah, yeah. And it was... Like my heart, man. My heart goes out to you. Speaking of my heart going out to people, she's trying to do sneaky socials posts. I'm not gonna let you get a <laughs> candid photo. The legendary one and only Annabella Poland is here. The reason we're all good for you. Everybody in Facebook land. Hello, so Hello. good to see you guys. Annabella, so can I hug you? Oh, sure. <laughs> cute. I was just telling George how I think because we're talking about you know the show and how it's helped us. I think, in my opinion, mm-hmm. George is probably the strongest person who has ever worked at WMSC. I mean, <laughs> it is amazing to to see him in good health. And, you know, yeah, and I feel like I can say good health. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, honestly, George, it's so good to see you and to hear you today. I was just uh, driving here and I was listening to you guys on, on my car radio and it was so fun to to hear your voices back again on air and you know it's so funny because right before you I had the morning uh show on hits one mm-hmm. your other home mm-hmm. and you guys are sounding like I just remember all of your first day on air and yes. how Sorry. you no, like, <laughs> that's my favorite part it's like how you grow in your journey here and even though it's scary right when you go into a professional environment you are better prepared than if you were just in a classroom and learning about it, but not doing it. Right. So, um, but it was so fun to, to turn the radio and hear like the top three producers of the morning bus. I mean, I've never seen people so organized, so it's super fun. 
Well, bold of you to call us organized this early in the morning. <laughs> listen, listen, Wesley gave me compliments. I how did. I, I was did. Today. I'm normally not organized. I feel very proud of myself. You did a good job. I just want to give a shout out to all the alumni that have been listening today and have been texting me. How can I join? So, Kenny, <laughs> I will have to get with you later because it might have to be extended. This is my favorite thing I've done as the producer so far. Aww, yeah, that's true. So I have a class to teach. I just wanted to say hi and see you guys because I don't get to see you every day as I used to. So it's so fun that you guys are back. And I'm so glad to hear that you're doing so well and telling professionals how to do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. <laughs> and are you in the office, though? Uh, once a week, I'm in the office. Right. It is a. It is quite the commute. It is two hours. Mm. Two hour commute. I take everything short of an airplane, pretty much. Oh gosh! I drive thirty minutes. I take a forty-five minute to an hour long train ride, and then I walk twenty city blocks. That's that's my intense. first day commuting. It was raining. Oh, oh great! Yeah. Well, it's a train, right? It's a, yeah. It's a little bit better than the bus because the bus is like you see New York City, right? You see New York City, and you can never get there, and you're yeah. like, my you're, goodness! You're stuck in the tunnel. Can for Superman come minutes. in and rescue me from this bus, yeah. right? <laughs> about you, Amanda? Are you in the city? I'm not yet. I'm actually at home still. I my office is my basement currently. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I didn't get to talk about it, but I, I'm I'm working at A and E TV Networks. Um, with the help of Annabella, she gave me a nice little letter of recommendation when I was uh, applying. Um, but yeah, I work at A&E. So that's uh, A&E Networks, uh, Lifetime and History Channel. Um, I work there. I work in um, like their short form department. So working on their multi-platform, like any videos that end up on YouTube, any content that ends up on socials, any content that ends up um, just on commercial breaks and stuff like that. So it's that way. But yeah, I work with the producers, I work with editors, and I also just work with my team in post-production. And we kind of just organize everything, making sure that everything we're doing is legal because that's also very important too. So yeah, it's it's fun because I get to multitask. And I feel like that's where this role came from, like from producing here at uh, The Buzz, you got to multitask a little bit and you had to like learn how to deal with different personalities, learn to not hear from people on days on content that was produced years ago and just trying to work on that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's fun. I'm still at home right now. Um, they said our offices are technically open right now if you want a change of environment, but not open fully yet. We're going to hopefully be back in January and we're going to kind of, my team's going to go once in a while, not really like an everyday thing. So hey, you told me your commute's going to be a nightmare. Right? I know. So that's why I'm like kind of happy to be home, but it also is like horrible in a sense because I want to see coworkers and stuff. Like I'm working from my computer. I only see people through a camera like we are now, but luckily I'm in studio with you beautiful people right <laughs> we're now. 3D. So we're 3D. <laughs> I think that the going back to the office is going to be vital for young professionals mm -hmm, to for sure. seek the mentorship they need from the older professionals. And I don't know how those older professionals will come back or if they will come back, but you need to have that relationship so that you can continue to grow right like find the Annabella of a serious exam and the a &E mm -hmm. networks to, uh, to sort of coach you through uh, the potential that there is at the company because the biggest thing right now is retention right so retention uh, can be done in a number of ways obviously flexibility the ability to work from home when you need to when traffic is a nightmare yeah <laughs> uh, but also training opportunities right yeah I feel like it's also sought me like I reached out like immediately when I first started to my manager and I said, if you ever need anything that's not related to my job title, like 
let me know. Cause like, I'm here. I want to learn things. I want to become more involved, creativity, like all that kind of stuff, do all that stuff. And she was like, yeah, sure. And she immediately gave me other tasks. So if you, it just shows that if you actually reach out to people who you're working with, they'll take you up on that stuff. If you need, especially if you do well at it, it'll only help you in the future. And I will say the one thing that also helped me prepare from college is that when I went into my meeting, they were like, when my, my interview, they were like, oh, so you went, you did college radio. And I'm like, yeah, my manager did college radio as well as worked at Sirius XM. And another person on the team also did college radio. So that was a whole talking point that we had in my interview to say like, well, what did you do when you were there? Did you host a show? Did you do this? And like, it became a talking point and it became you were immediately more involved with your team and your managers and stuff. And so like, it was super helpful to have that as a talking point too. And of. that's the thing. People do have fun memories of college radio. So one day in a hopefully not so distant future, you will be hiring managers and someone will come to you to your interview and say, I did college radio. And that will trigger, right? All of these memories made here and you'll have that connection, which actually makes it a little bit easier on the candidate to not like be stressed, you know, <laughs> like it's a stressful mm -hmm. situation, but having that um, shared experience in common, even if it was a different college radio, it's, it's actually something that everybody can agree is very similar no matter where you are. I mean, our studios, our space is gorgeous. That's <laughs> not the case everywhere. So thank you, Montclair State. It's but, true, thank you. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's nice to have that share uh, commonality. So I do hope that they allow you to come back. But also in this environment where the biggest pain in the neck was to commute to the city, because like I said, I lived in Secaucus when I first moved to New Jersey and it was six miles. I mean, I could see New York City from my window. Mm -hmm. I could never get there. <laughs> it was awful. I just, I, I, at one point there was some guy, we cover that story on the bus with some dude in a suit. Remember that story? taking uh, uh like one of those paddle boards across oh the Hudson. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that story? Yeah. And I was like, I totally get that. it's a that better guy. commute than like <laughs> taking the train or the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but while, uh, I know we have to wrap in a second and just take a break, but uh, Ryan, I have a question for you. Yeah. So um, obviously since this was a nice little segment we did, do you have any advice for future oh, yes, people yes, yes. that are um, like, graduating here and like entering the professional world or anything like that at uh, kenny oh kenny gosh, <laughs> yeah, kenny me? you graduate this semester right? three four weeks three or four weeks kenny graduates give the, advice to kenny and then i'll be on the alumni show <laughs> oh my god all right uh advice well i guess the only thing i can say and i said this you know when they asked me to say a couple words when i left wmsc is um and there's a, I'm a storyteller, so stay with me here for a sec. But uh, there's this guy I watch on YouTube, Binging with Babish. Uh, he's, if you love cooking stuff, he's, he's really cool. He recreates food from movies and television. Um, but I remember he did an interview on Hot Ones. And Hot Ones is like hilarious. It's about, you know, these guys will come on and go through this series of extremely hot wings and hot sauces and stuff. Um, so he did an interview with Hot Ones, and one of the questions was like, you know, how do you, how, what do you tell people when they say, you know, how do you get famous on YouTube? You know, how do you get views? How do you get subscribers? How do you make content that people want to see? And he said, and this resonated with me so much, 
but he said plain and simply it's the answer people don't want to hear and i'm kind of going to censor it a little bit because fcc overlords but he said you got it you just have to make something really freaking good just really astonishingly good there's literally no other way to do it um and as bad as that sounds that's kind of what i learned to do here is I would give stuff to Annabella for projects. I'd be like, Annabella, honestly, destroy me. Like, <laughs> tell me what needs to be better here. And you would. Like, you'd say, well, this is okay, but this, 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 and this need to be fixed. Change this, add a second here, cut out two seconds there. And it's plain and simple. You just have to make something really good. And, you know... Every, I think everybody, in my opinion, I think everybody is capable of making something good, especially from what I've seen here. You know, I've seen Kenny go from like, Ryan, I don't know how to talk on air. And I'm like, dude, you just talk. What, what do you mean? Put your face close to the mic and go. <laughs> to, hey, Kenny's now running the show and running an alumni like based week. You know, it's, I think everybody's capable. Yes, every day. Literally, like, I think everyone's capable of, of making something good, but plain and simple, you just have to make something good, but you have to want it. Like you have to want to make something good. You can't just say like, yeah, I think I want to, I want to do something cool. No, you have to genuinely like, you have to want it so bad. You're willing to like bash your head against the pavement over and over again to do it. You know what I mean? Like, just take it on the chin and keep going, you know, make something good. Cause I think everybody can. That's about all I can say. I'll add to that for like one second. Um, because Ryan said a lot of, said a lot of good information right there. Um, get involved any way you can with things yeah. like, um, and when I mean, when I say that, I mean, if you're in radio, get involved doing like production and doing, you know, engineering and working, you know, hosting and doing like producing, trying to get involved as many places as you can. That goes for your classes and stuff too. If there's like a subject you really like, get well-rounded in it because it really helps you develop yourself. And it also has a talking point. You're like, well, I really wanted to just expand my knowledge in the film, film world and be like, I learned all the parts of a set. I like learned how to do sound. I learned how to do lights. I was an actor. I directed. It really helps you and it gives you an appreciation for those smaller roles that maybe you're like, I don't want to do that, but like it gives you an appreciation and a different outlook on something like that. Um, and also just don't, if you think you could handle something, apply for something. Like, especially when it comes to jobs and internships, if you have some of those skills, go for it. Don't like let yourself down in any of those ways. Like you are capable of a lot of things. So just try. It doesn't need to fit your your resume perfectly. Yeah. Because exactly. how else are you going to grow your resume? You know exactly. I mean? And also take opportunities that you might not necessarily think are going to be the best for you. Go into another thing and try it out because guess what? You could just move on and say, I tried that. Don't want to do that anymore. And just yeah. move on. Yeah. And be like George. The best advice I can give, period. Be like George. Take it on the chin with a smile on your face and keep going every single day. We love you to death, man. I am so happy you're feeling better. It is so good to have you. It was so great to be on. Thank you yes, once again, Kenny, you. for bringing us on. This has, in fact, been the Morning Buzz. If you just woke up, just tuned in, you're too late. But you can always catch the replay. I believe we're on Spotify now. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. YouTube. Oh, so much. See, I knew I trained you well. All right. <laughs>
we're heading out of here. I'm going to have a cup of coffee and maybe another croissant. Thank you once again. I have been your host. I don't know why you keep letting me into the building, Annabella. I'm Ryan Trick, joined by Amanda Marino and Kenny Horn, Leslie Gallagher, and of course, George M. Goshen and my pterodactyl friend, Green. Green the pterodactyl. (laughs) Hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. This has been the morning buzz. We didn't get to some stories, but of course, Kenny, I believe, uh, who's on tomorrow? Maybe they'll Tomorrow get- is the former music programming director, Ivan Aravalo, who led our station into the alternative format that it is now. And a special guest host who isn't an alumni, but is our music librarian, Jared Tauber. It's going to be a very music-centric morning buzz. Ooh. Talking a lot. We have our special Tunes on Tuesday segment as well. We're still keeping that going. We a fantastic show. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This is Ryan Trick signing off. Have a great day.